0: Hey, y'all, so before we get into the episode uh, um, with guest Brandon Curry of the What Is This Honey podcast, I wanted to hop on here and share my Love is Blind thoughts. Brandon does not watch Love is Blind, so he could not um, speak on, you know, all the (laughs) happenings. First things first, I don't even know what the fuck that was with the reunion. I can't go down there. Um, And what I mean by that is the live taping. I'm going to try and get through this as easy as possible. I don't know if I'm having an allergic reaction or like allergies or what, but it literally feels like my tongue is swelling in my mouth and I haven't had anything that I'm like allergic to it anyways. Um, but when it comes to my final love is blind thoughts, honestly, a lot of things have come to light. I made a TikTok on my thoughts and I got a little bit of blowback. Um, from people being unhappy that I did not drag Jackie. And listen, guys, y'all have heard me talk on here. Um, I'm not, I no, nobody on this cast am I like a super fan of. I liked Brett and Tiffany, but like I say all the time, if they start acting ass, I, I wouldn't be shocked. This is a show. I think for me, where I just really can't drag Jackie is because like, I just don't find Marshall to be as innocent little baby bird as everybody makes him to be. And the funniest thing about that is not 10 minutes ago, before I started recording this, my friend sent me his tweets, his old tweets. Now these tweets are like nine years old. However, I'm going to read them to you guys. And I'm going to read his half ass apology. I probably have some tweets out there from nine years ago that I would be mortified about, okay? I don't put too much into... um. People's like, you know, their their past stuff. Sometimes I do, sometimes I, I, you know, whatever. I take it some of it with a grain of salt. <clears throat> but first things first, when I say I don't think Marshall's this innocent baby bird, I really do feel like people's idea of Marshall being just this super sweet guy who's so sensitive and he can't do anything wrong equates that to that he doesn't do anything wrong. And that's not true. I had a guy comment on one of my TikToks when I mentioned that project comment from Marshall after the episode that it happened. And he came on there with a bunch of women and was like, y'all acting like he didn't apologize for it minutes later. I said, he didn't apologize for it minutes later. He actually reinstated, Restated, I seriously, I like, can't talk. I don't know what's going on. Restated the fact that he found Jackie to be a project. And whether you like Jackie or not, same thing I said about Jackie calling Irina a peasant. If you call people projects, that's not that's not nice, okay? You're not as nice as you think you are. What I said about Jackie is everybody loved her when she called Irina a peasant because they hated Irina. But calling anybody a peasant a peasant? That's not nice. You having that in your vocabulary, like you speaking like that, shows me that you are capable of saying really mean things and having really mean thoughts. And like we all are. Don't get me wrong. It's just really driving me mad that people are treating Marshall with this, you know, sensitivity. And this this guy hasn't really been, you know, anything that we haven't seen before. Is he awful? no, I don't think he's awful, but there's just something about him. And when I saw these old tweets, I said, yeah, I knew that. Um, again, I, <sighs> Marshall went on the via Vi- Files, Nick Vial's podcast. And I can tell the way Marshall says certain things, other people, a lot of other people, not me and my friends, cause we've been talking about it all week. He slimed past with saying some things that I'm just like, What? But everybody's like, yeah, he's so cute. Look at those eyes. On the Vial files, he mentions, excuse me, that he looks in the camera. He goes, sorry, mom, I'm a freak. And he, like, he mentions him and Jackie's sex life. And he goes, we had had sex and everything's fine. To you, the way he spoke about sex in their intercourse was completely from a one sided view of like, I got off. I'm fine. Sorry, mom. I'm a freak. Da, 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 da. Your freak may not be my freak. Okay, Marshall? Like you quite literally speak about sex from what I've heard from a male's point of view and a male's point of view only. And again, I'm just going off of what I've heard. Next things next. I guess there's text going, more texts going around about Jackie um, Jackie saying that he has a big dick, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. Again, that's something that's kind of up depending on the person you're talking to. And a big dick does not equate good and bad. You know what I mean? And I just had to fucking laugh because all of these comments on these TikToks, these Instagram pages, he's, he's nice and he has a big dick. Oh my God. Being nice and having a big dick does not make a perfect partner. I know the bar is in hell. I know the bar is in hell, but that does not make a perfect partner. I have come across a few big dicks in my life attached to nice guys. They, me, and them were not compatible. It does not make me a bad person because I didn't want to be with them. That doesn't mean that there's not there's something wrong with me because I didn't want to be with them. I just, I, we we must get it together. We must get it together. Like you, I I just have been baffled with the things that I have been seeing surrounding Marshall and I look Tiffany and Brett are fine with it I don't care the way Marshall told this story about how him and Tiffany ended up like connecting but then not connecting it was almost to me to me okay in a way of like oh I did her a favor because I didn't want her I didn't want her but I knew somebody who would to me again I just want to stress to me Marshall is really way more misogynistic than people even notice. They just hate Jackie so fucking much that it it blinds them. And I just want to say this, I do think that, like when I didn't drag Jackie online, The way people came at me, I mean, I didn't say like, I love Jackie anything. I I can feel however the fuck I want to feel about Jackie, first and foremost. It doesn't have to be the popular opinion. I'm I'm allowed to feel however I want to feel, and I'm allowed to put this on my page. Um, I think because they hate Jackie so much, they, you know, think that Marshall, they want to put Marshall on this pedestal. But what I have to say about that, and as far as the reunion comes in, people have been complaining that Vanessa Lachey was um, showing biases. And I I do think that she did. I do think that she showed biases. However, my issue is with people saying, oh, she showed biases. I want her to go harder on Jackie. So you're mad that she, you're not mad that she showed biases. You're mad that she didn't show the same biases that you have. Because I promise you, Vanessa could have sat there and dragged Jackie to death. And people would have cheered and gone light on Marshall. Like, it's just one of those things. We want, a host is supposed to say neutral. Very, very neutral. Vanessa did not do that. I agree. But you cannot say that, oh, she's biased, she's biased, she should have dragged Jackie, she should have dragged Jackie. You, your complaint about the host is not that she's too biased, it's that the biases do not agree with yours. Like, we have to call a spade a spade. I feel like, especially with Love is Blind, a lot and reality TV in general, a lot of people want reasons to be open bullies. You, while you want to complain that Micah and Irina are not nice girls, because they're not okay. You some of the comments that people are leaving about them doesn't make them nice either, and I'm not gonna play the oh I can do it because they were mean to somebody else. They weren't mean to you. They weren't mean to you. Okay, I don't I don't need Micah, Irina, Jackie to issue public apologies. They owe people apologies that they were on the show with, absolutely. But for me, for the viewers, you don't owe me an apology. Like it's it's getting to, it's getting to be way 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 too much. When it comes to Vanessa's questioning of Marshall, I was fine with questioning of Marshall because Marshall was off to the side, making so many faces, being so, um, being a character. Okay. Because he knew he could. Marshall reminds me of a guy that he's, he's precious. He, he has a precious face and I'm using air quotes. they like, he's a very cute. Um, man. It's like, oh, you're so cute. So like, it doesn't matter that sometimes you say the wrong thing and you're a little bit of an asshole. Like you're just so cute. No, no, okay? I don't think that he's a raging asshole. I don't think that anything like that. I just would like to call a spade a spade because at the end of the day, he's not like, it's just ugh, grinds, grinds my gears. And when I saw these tweets that I'm about to read to you, I just I just shook my head. So again, these tweets are from 2014. I'm sure we all, if you had Twitter or any type of social media back then, you have said something that you regret. Um, but I'm also, after I read these tweets, I'm going to read his apology and I'm using air quotes there. So, um, they say a group of sad black girls that sit in a damn circle sharing their stories on why men ain't shit. I'll tell you black, black in all capital letters, females. Why you walk into a restaurant and what do you see? A white couple, a Hispanic couple, an Asian couple. Oh, and a group of black girls. Um, let's see, where's the next one? I mean, and just these alone, <laughs> oh, here they are. Black girls could care less about our feelings, LOL. Percentage currently married. White women, 51%. Hispanic women, 45%. Black women, 26%. Damn. Then there's another one um, where he's adding somebody who I'm assuming replied to him and said, I admire each and every race. I'm not disgusted with black females either. I'm simply trying to give incentive to be better. I'm going to stop right there at that part. I mean, these tweets within themselves are just, again, Marshall on his extremely misogynistic shit, okay? I'm just trying to give incentive to be better. Okay, well, maybe somebody could have said that about your dad when he was berating you about math problems, Marshall. What do you think about that? You, a Black man telling Black women... Black women, incentive on how to be better, as if we don't hear incentives and, and I'm using air quotes there, in tips on what we can do to make people want us more and da, da 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 da. I understand, again, that these tweets are nine years old. However, I can confidently say I have never tweeted anything. That is like, let me tell you what black men should be doing so that I am not hooking up with men outside of my race. I've never said anything like that. I'm not, and I do not. I, let me tell you this right here. I don't speak for all black women. That should be very clear. I don't speak for all black women. I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking on the conversations that me and my friends had in our, my black, obviously my black female friends had in our group chat when we looked at this video. You still had a bias, Marshall. You can tell me that you've grown and you don't feel that way anymore. I don't know because I don't know you. That doesn't make that sting any less um, because as Black women, a lot of times, we know when people do and do not fuck with us, it's very clear when Black men do and do not fuck with us. And that's another thing that I always picked up from Marshall as well, okay? Okay. It is so very fucking (sighs) disappointing, but not surprising for me. And then I will get into the um, apology, which is a air quote that I'm using here that he issued. I'm seeing a lot of my old tweets surface from years ago. This happens to pretty much everyone who goes into the public eye. It happened to my cousin and I knew it happened to me. Let me be clear. Like I said to someone earlier, shrug emoji, things change. I was a sad teenager with a lot of issues when I tweeted a lot of that. I've grown and I do not feel or think the same way. Anyone with anything to hide would have gone back and deleted it, but I left them up for a reason. I even had a chance to go back and erase it and I elected not to. It's my progression as an individual, as a human. Those old tweets are just proof that I have evolved. I thank God for opportunity opportunity to be damaged, seek clarity and forgiveness and develop into a better person. So first things first, I can, again, I can't stress enough that I (laughs) probably did tweet something nine years ago that I'd be like, Ooh, about now it was never to that magnitude. Okay. Secondly, this bringing up his cousin, Marshall also says during, um, his interview with Nick Bial that he didn't know he had never seen Love Is Blind before. Okay, sure, and he looked at the show and was fine. He tries to paint a picture of like, oh, I didn't watch reality TV. I don't blah blah. No, you knew you were going on a reality TV show, brother. One, two, him and his fucking cousin who was on The Bachelorette. Okay, have been trying to make a brand for their family name and this is who we are and da da da. Which I don't give a fuck about. But be honest be honest y'all are trying to market yourselves and the reason this irritates the out of me and yes i'm clapping now is because just be honest about it i don't you're i'm a nice guy i'm a this i'm that oh we're these suave like guys who just really want to do good give give me a break you're a human you're not any extracurricular like extra extracurricular extraterrestrial man who's just sent from the heavens to be so sweet to women. Like, give me a fucking break. You're, you're a guy. Okay. You're a fine guy. The, when it comes to this apology, I'm seeing a lot of my old tweets pop up. This happens to pretty much everyone who goes in the public eye. Okay. It does happen to a lot of people. And yeah, you had the opportunity to go back and delete them? I don't know, are you trying to tell us that somebody said, somebody from Netflix, a PR person said like, hey, just so you know, like we found these tweets, you might wanna delete them? Or are you saying, are you trying to say you're so fucking self-aware? Like you are so at the forefront of consciousness and wokeness that you knew that you had these tweets from 2014 sitting there, but I'm just gonna leave them there because that makes me a better person. We've all grown even the shittiest of fucking people. Now, they may have grown into a shittier person, but we all have grown, okay? Give me a fucking break with this self-righteous bullshit. You can't even, the, the only, like, he doesn't even go into detail, doesn't apologize to Black women, doesn't anything. It's all about himself. He doesn't say how he's you know, I love black women, I anything, which I don't, I, <laughs> don't get me started, whatever. I won't even go there. My he talking about my progression as an individual, blah, blah, blah. He puffs out his fucking chest. He really, really does. And puts on this so confident front, but if anybody dare hurt his feelings or say something about him that he may not deem as true, marshall's a sensitive guy like marshall's a sensitive baby blah blah fuck black women in their feelings i guess and of course there's a and again i don't talk i'm not talking for every black woman because there's a whole fucking slew of black women underneath this uh saying oh it's okay we all grow we all this i don't i i'm not here to um talk about anybody else's forgiveness okay I don't think people's old tweets should be dug up. Um, I whoever does that is fucking weird. They really are, because 2014 is a long time ago. However, it's it is telling. There are some things that you tweet, um, and it's like, oh boy, you said that. And then there are other things that it's like, you believed that. And I'm kind of before I just say, Oh, growth and prosperity and moving on and everything. Some of those things I'm going to need to see like, oh, you really, really like felt that way? Because again, as as far as this Black woman goes, me, fuck that and fuck you, okay? Yes, my husband is white. That ain't got nothing to do with shit, but people like to bring that up to me all the time. I've been pl- with plenty of Black men, plenty of Black men, okay? And I still feel the need to protect Black women or Black men, I'm sorry, in a lot of situations where they have proven that they don't give a fuck about me or my life, okay? Or my 26% marriage rate. It's just, I can't, I I really can't. <laughs> Besides that, Love is Blind is in shambles because Danielle and Nick from season two, yeah, season two, put out the information. I don't know if the NBA's... Um, expired or what they're talking about their experience and pretty much how they held them captive and the, um, psyche vow. And I'm going to use air quotes there because from what Danielle explains, it's not a psyche vow at all, um, that they put them through and like what caused her to have a lot of anxiety. And like the, she had a, um, really bad time in Mexico in the room. And a lot of people were like, girl, what the fuck? Okay. And, and me being me included, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but just so near so Netflix could push a narrative. And that I don't agree with. Um, I I don't agree. I I say all the time, like you came on this show, like if you didn't want people, I think I said recently, if you didn't want people in your business, don't come on this show. And I stand by that aspect. I don't think that people should go on this show and anticipate to be mentally manipulated and um for for ratings that that's really really fucked up if you go on her instagram or i'm sorry not her instagram her um tiktok she she explains it way more and i'll share it to my story too so you all can see it um thank you for listening to this mini mini rant i'm sure somewhere somebody is going to listen to that and label me an angry black woman and all other things um, because lord knows i've been called a lot of names on the internet this week but let's get into the episode with brandon it's a really fun one Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast where I'm so excited to be joined by a first timer here on the Who Asked Me podcast but we followed each other on Instagram and it was instant connection in the DMs and I was like you need (laughs) to come on. So everybody say hello to Brandon Curry of the What Is This Honey podcast. Hey guys. (laughs) I'm so excited. We have been chatting up a storm in the DMs. And honestly y'all I'm a fan. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna lie you gotta own it it's nausea
0: you guys it's nausea <laughs> no I I love it I love talking to new people I love talking to new uh podcasters so we have so much to get into today so much um to into. if you're an OG listener you know that we used to be on our pop culture topics and I've kind of dropped the ball with that lately especially with all the Bravo drama going on but we're gonna get back into that because there's a couple things in the headlines that I want to touch on First things first What's going on with
1: Jamie Foxx, honey? The, apparently nobody is allowed to tell us.
0: Like, I'm, I'm like, and I understand that I completely I respect too, people's because privacy. It's like
1: you don't want to offer up too much information, right? You know, before you actually say something, and he's like, I'm fine, I'm great, it
0: was right? But at the same time, people are posting things on the internet, like, like Garcelle posted something and was like, I need you to be okay. And I was like, y'all, I wish y'all would have kept this to yourselves because again, I respect his privacy and his medical privacy, but like, just stop. Let's not.
1: Well, when his daughter posted, Mm -hmm. that was the very like, also cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Cheers. Raise your glasses, everybody. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: When his daughter posted, it was a very diplomatic kind of post it was big enough it let us know like something's going on with jamie but he's okay just don't expect to see him around because we know that jamie is very visible he loves the jokey joke video on the instagram he
0: does but it's, at the same time i feel like jamie is one of those celebrities that like he pops out when he wants to pop out like we may see pictures from an event and we're like oh yeah that's jamie Foxx. he's there because like especially Absolutely. black folks we love him right
2: Honey. but
0: we're also not like oh my god jamie fox wasn't there he's like the perfect i think he has the perfect medium of like famous private
1: you know what i well, mean well i appreciate that he is an actor mm-hmm. like we respect jamie because he acts he, he's he's a very talented person and i think that he doesn't have to do all the appearances because he doesn't right. need that money because he's an Oscar winner.
0: <laughs> exactly. An Oscar winner. If he wants to sing a song, he can sing us a song. Oh. Like, But I'm just like, I, when I saw Garcelle's post, I was like, what the hell is going on?
1: After I saw his daughter's post, I said, okay, cute, whatever. But then as the Atlanta girls would say, the blogs started posting bo- all <laughs> of these people. And Kerry Washington is posting mm-hmm. Garcelle. And they're like, we need you to do these more roles. There's still more. And I'm thinking, okay, well, do he, do he got like a heart problem? Is he having a, do he have a brain tumor? Like, is he able to, it's so vague that you're for, at least for me, I expect it, the worst.
0: No, I agree. I, it's so, it's like vague in the worst way. Mm. because i'm like can he not speak like the, well, the, the he, role like you said oh we need you to do these roles there's so much more that you need to do i'm like what because like you know everything that's going on with bruce bruce willis yes you know what i mean that's what i immediately thought of i was like is he gonna have and to jeremy retire? renner as well i
1: was thinking about well, did he get oh some sort of um accident reckless accident and he actually isn't able to speak for himself mm-hmm. so people because obviously it's going to get out if you know something right. happened to him
0: Right. I forgot about Jeremy Renner. Which that makes is. me
1: wonder if that's the case. Like if, if these statements are some sort of like PR, like, okay, well, we can get in front of something and they won't be able to yeah. run with some BS.
0: That's a, it. could be, could be. I lo- I love a good PR plan in days, like in the <laughs> days and times that we're in now, I love a carefully crafted PR plan. It gives that people care about journalism again.
1: It gives. Okay?
0: <laughs> it gives. It gives,
1: a it gives to your fan
0: base. It gives restoration to like. Let us know that you a, care. Yeah, a narrative, okay? Don't just be going running wild. Speaking of running wild,
2: oh Tiffany Haddish. Okay.
0: <laughs> I woke up today and logged on to the Twitter, and I was a little confused because people were like, Tiffany Haddish is Tiffany Haddish. Hat. Now let me say this: I am not. Am I like, oh, I can't wait to see Tiffany Haddish's next, um, you know, project? No. Yeah. But I try not to dog her too badly because I'm Black woman. And
1: and I respect you know, her come up as yes, a performer.
0: Yes, exactly. I mean,
1: Tiffany Haddish has come from being homeless to being in the CBS showcase to get it. I mean, like she really hustled to get to her exactly. today. So you have to give her her flowers for that.
0: Exactly. Like I have, so I have somebody who I know like personally who like literally every single time they can they take an opportunity to tell everybody that they don't find Tiffany Haddish funny. And I'm like, "Mm -mm." okay, but you have to respect the come up because she is famous. She, at one point, like you said, was homeless. I I will never be that dedicated to the craft. Like y'all know, y'all know I'm a comedian. Like I would love to be where Tiffany Haddish is as a comedian, especially as a black female comedian. But so like, I have to respect that. But Tiffany be running her mouth. mouth. and La Roach told us <laughs> that he was trying to help a sister out and mm. told her like, hey, these brands are lowballing you based on, you know, other celebrities, other people that I've worked with really just trying to to help her out. Right. And instead of uh, going about it in, you know, a more discreet manner, we should say, I guess she just went in the room and said, Law Roach said y'all lowballing me.
1: She said,
2: oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those situations where you're trying to help a sister out. You're trying to help you, like, girl, just so you know, when you go in, just make sure you come in with this number. Exactly. Because they're going to try to sell you on this and you know you deserve more.
0: And, you know, of course, there's a whole discussion on Twitter. People are talking about the respectability politics of it all. And I was like, I don't even think that this is a respectability politic thing. Like, it's just, you. It's why would business. you, why would you bite the hand that fed you, essentially?
1: It's I also need- just bad business. It's like, you- you don't point a finger at someone else when you want to get something for yourself. What you do is you advocate for yourself, and you take that knowledge that you know is the, net of the truth. You don't exactly. walk up into place, but the.
0: <laughs> I and I don't listen. I'm not about to burn my source. Okay, no. the one thing I will not do is burn my source. If you are bringing me valuable tea, especially valuable tea that's going to help my pockets, I will keep you by my side at forever. You're well, looking out you for my understand money. understand
1: good business. Yeah. Everyone, anyone who has had a successful business <laughs> understands that you, everybody doesn't need to know everything. No. And I think that Tiffany Haddish just comes from the, that hood politics of she really sometimes does not know when to turn it off. Mm-mm. And I hate to say that, but it's like, that is a means of survival. There is a time and there's a place for everything. You cannot be hood rich girl from the block on in every space and coming into a business negotiation like my friends told me that you guys did
2: yeah <laughs> especially in,
0: especially when we especially when we are dealing with black folks but i think it was somebody listen i was deep in those tweets okay i because they pulled out the when marlon waynes um you know said that he didn't regret not casting her said that she had some growing up to do um and that she
1: ran her mouth too much
0: yes and then also <laughs> who was it that was like, she really puts on, it was law. Law went on to say like, she puts on this actually amplifies that. Oh, I'm the hood friend. I'm the hood girl in front of white people. Mm. And no one's asking Tiffany to not be her. That's not what we're saying because y'all know, if you listen to me enough, you know, I'm a big fan of black women being whoever the fuck they are, whoever the fuck they want. But there does come a, a time when it's like, um, Stop playing playing that, that serial type up for white people.
1: And okay. also, don't don't, don't be shucking and jabbing and juggie-booing yeah. for people. Because I can <laughs> understand where she may have been reported and may have paid her bills doing that. Exactly. But when I say time and place, because I have, in no means, because I was listening to your podcast, and my, by, by no means am I having a Kwame moment where <laughs> I am having my internalized racism because I went through that already. <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> but what i'm saying is for instance we see it with people like cardi b
2: mm-hmm. who
1: went from reality television yeah bust down busting down throwing bottles mm-hmm. i mean she was right she was throwing <laughs> bottles at when after the fact but she learned when she and nikki got into that situation at the Harper's bazaar party cardi b realized right then in that moment i cannot behave like this mm-hmm. I cannot carry on like this. There are situations where this might be appropriate and I have the lawyers to help me out. Exactly. But right now is not the time.
0: <laughs> and some people are going to bait you into that. Like, I feel like Nicki Minaj baited her into that because we, we knew how Cardi was going to react. You know what I mean? And even Cardi back in the day, she used to reply to so many tweets and so many people online. That And let me be so very clear. It's hard.
2: Mm. It's
0: hard. Even with me on TikTok, like, I will be like typing back to people, and I'll be like, "Girl, put this phone down because it does not. It does not matter. Like yeah. you, at some point, you have to draw a line, and that that's the thing with Tiffany. But you know, she people needs to started be getting into, about it. Who, mm-hmm. she needs to you know, be Beyonce, Beyonce says she it. is she cannot come back to any party of mine.
1: Well, sweetie, y'all may not know this because you can't see our DMs, but Zell know what mm-hmm. I think. I still think Tiffany Hatch is the one who allegedly went over to Beyonce's face and took a little nipple.
0: There's no way that it was Sonala like this.
1: Swarm. It's giving swarm. <laughs> <laughs> I, g- I
0: don't <laughs> care what anybody says. It's a, Tiffany, you should have just there's, knowing when there's an art in knowing when to shut the fuck up.
1: There is. There's
0: an art in knowing when to shut the fuck up. And trust and believe, if I ever got invited to a party of
1: Beyonce's, yes.
0: you wouldn't even need me to sign the NDA. I would sign it. I would sign it
1: five times over. Girl, I would throw my phone on the ground. I would stomp on it. I would light it on fire. I could go get a new phone tomorrow.
0: And I know them parties be fun because wasn't it, which party was it that, like, I think Adele, Khloe Kardashian, they came out of that party lit. lit. I want to say it was
1: one of the Oscar, it was. I want to say it was one of the first times that Beyonce and Jay Z threw an Oscar party, alternative to like the Vanity Fair. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. And it was hella lit. Like you could tell the way they
0: were walking <laughs> out. I think there was like articles of like these celebrities walking into Beyonce and Jay Z's party versus them walking out. I know for a fact Weaning. Chloe Kardashian was lit. Okay. Reason. She was I and I was like, oh, I just know it's fun up in there. It I just know.
1: And I it's rich. Appreciate that. I appreciate being in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I talked about this a little bit in my podcast about my fiance is 24 years 24 years older than me. Mm-hmm. It's giving me an G. Goodbye's only y'all. Um, <laughs> but one of the first things that like we struggled with when we first started dating was me on my phone.
2: Mm-hmm. And we'd yeah.
1: dinner, and he'd be like, um. Can I please just talk to you for an hour without you being on the phone? Yeah. Can you get off the phone? And I think that just because of where we are in culture, because you know we're not fully in the matrix yet, it's still it's coming, y'all. Look at Lisa Hotstein's Instagram photos. Very close.
0: <laughs> I literally was, I opened up Instagram earlier and I was like,
1: what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh. The Matrix is very close. We're not in it yet, but I think people have a hard time. That anxiety of like, am I going to miss something? Can this make me viral? Can this help me? Mm-hmm. Can this do what? And it's like, you should, if you're being invited to a Beyonce party, you have arrived. Yeah. This is it for you.
0: And then trust and believe, there's going to be a photographer in there. One yes. place I'm never going to be worried about getting my picture is in Beyonce. They, Them, the Kardashians, they have their own photographers. And they're going
1: to give you that good editing. Hello? Before you even get it into your inbox. Yeah. Kim is not letting those photos out of her
0: N- possession. No. I don't even watch the show anymore, but I remember her being like, I'm editing these photos. You all will thank me later when we look amazing. I was like, Did You right, do a
1: girl? stand-up special where you just do quotations of the Kardashians. Oh my gosh.
0: I'm not, I'm not that good with the Kardashians. There are some though that I, like, it's so weird. Cause I'm, People tell me all the time they're like, "Oh, you're so good at impressions. You're so good at impressions." And then when it comes time for me to do one of some random ass person, I'm like, "I can't do this. Like, I can, oh, yeah. no, But it
1: has to be somebody in your wheelhouse. It has to be somebody yes. you do a
0: lot. Yes, like you know, that. The trick. That girl. Oh, I, I hate that I forget her name. She's a uh, comedian. She does she does the Kardashians, and she also started doing Teresa from Jersey. Mm, she she does Teresa so good.
1: Is she blonde?
0: I don't think From so. Milana. Oh, maybe
1: she's. I y'all. I'm sorry. Please don't drag me for this. I know about three Caucasian female comedians. I think
0: she's <laughs> no, no, no. I think she's Latina. I think she's ah something
1: Latina. I'm, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like pretty sure. I'm. I, I don't think she's white. But she. She is so good. She is like Joe joe oh my god you know joe and the my daughters oh god daughters, like, I, I, I will send you the video i've watched it so i've watched her in impersonate Teresa so many times tears are in my eyes i love it but before we get into bravo let's let's move into a little bit of love is blind now brandon does not watch love is blind sorry however with the frenzy going I've on. I've seen the mess online. And I quote, Brendan, I don't watch it, but I feel like I have just <laughs> line. what do you make of love is blind? Honestly, truly.
1: Well, I think that what people need to understand about me is that I love reality television, but the mm-hmm. love game shows, mm-hmm. I, I just never take them seriously. Yeah. Fair. It just makes me think of like flavor of love, rock of love. Yeah. You know, and the like The Bachelor, which for me, the fact that the Bachelor and the Bachelorette is still on television. Listen, is they it, play it's too mind much. Blowing.
0: Yeah, like if y'all have listened to me for a long time since the beginning, you know I used to cover The Bachelor. I had to stop. Um, my I was completely done when it came to the Matt James season. Mm-hmm. Um, the first black bachelor. Um, and they were marketing him as such, and then immediately he got on and told us he was mixed was the first thing and then the second thing he told us was I definitely feel like there's pressure from a certain group of people for me to pick a certain uh woman and I said baby just tell us you don't like black people and let's go I said that's what
1: I can't deal with because here's the thing I am a person if you you can look at my track record Mm -hmm. it is the United Colors of Benetton same same my passport has been stamped in all of the continent.
0: Same.
1: Okay. Same. People see me though, with my white partner and they think, oh, well, you're just a stuff with, like a white boy. That's, just, yep. that's not the case. If I were to go in a situation like that, you would see a diversity in interest. This mm-hmm. is where these shows really have turned me off. Yep. Because even if it's like a white boy who only likes black women. hmm For instance, they had the Rachel girl on there. I did not watch that season. I just know who she is because she's chocolate and gorge.
2: Oh, Rachel Lindsay. I loved her. Rachel
1: Lindsay. Yes. She's very popular. Like the girls love her. And I was, and I just was imagining, I'm like, oh my God, I wonder if they just had to ask, like, would you you legitimately marry a black woman? Like, I want to go through these these questions with these contestants
0: she got really candid candid about that in her book and then she got so if you watch the bachelor you know chris harrison the main the guy Mm -hmm. who was the host for a long time they had a conversation they hosted a conversation rachel is i i love rachel i really do um she he he got an attitude with her you know, and it wasn't. It wasn't just an attitude. That's putting it lightly. He got nasty with her. Okay, big over, surprise. Yeah, over the questions that she was asking him about the show, and the the questions are fair. And she said, "Gloves off." She said so so eloquently. Put them all on blast. Um, there was a guy in her um, season that she was like, I, I don't like him." Like, it's not for me. But she says producers kept being like, you need to keep him, you need to keep him. And she was like, ain't nothing here between us? And then finally, the other contestants came to her and they were like, he's racist. Like, these are the things he says, blah, blah, blah. Or no, it wasn't that he's racist. It was that he was doing things in the house. But then I think the way she described (laughs) it, do not quote me, was that she knew, she was hearing from the other men that he there was some racial things going on there Mm -hmm. and then of course a whole bunch of racist shit people started digging into his twitter instagram things like that came to light and she was like y'all are making me look like a goddamn fool right like y'all are really playing in my face right now and then there was another conversation between like the one of the guys i think he was her top three top three or top four And I will never forget this. I didn't like him from day one because I knew that he was, no matter what, if she chose to be with a white man or a non-black man, he was going to say something about it. Right. And he did allude to that. And he was like, I do wonder if she's the type of woman that if she ever, he was like, has she ever dated a black man? And she was like, okay. She was like, I really was feeling you. But like, since you want to play that game and I, I, as a black woman who like you said, my dating past colorful, you will see, not only will you not see similar, like in looks, you'll see a difference of interest. Like all of these things, my friends really do laugh when people try and be like, Oh, you like this type of guy. Cause they're like, we didn't know who she was going
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> to <who she gonna laughs> pop up with. They, they tend to keep to those things. And I do, especially watching love is blind. I do think that they look for with people calling for more diversity and things like that. I think that with the black contestants and even, you know, some of, you know, maybe the, uh, Latino ones too, unfortunately, we have not seen a lot of Asian representation in love is blind. I can only recall Natalie really. Um, yeah, they don't, I feel like with the black contestants in particular, they always have some type of, black men I should say mm. always have some type of like anti-blackness about them
1: which but could then- be casting hello people because I want also people to realize it's a show mm-hmm. it's being produced there's a certain narrative that the producers and the mm-hmm. team want to get across which they may or may not know at the beginning of filming exactly and so yeah with these shows like I've heard a lot about Love is Blind I've heard a lot about Kame and this girl what's her name you know what I'm talking about from this season that everyone is going. She didn't show up to the reunion. Oh, Jackie and Jack, my So my what I know about the show, Jackie's trash. <laughs> Netflix could not get their shit together Mm-mm. to get it airing, which is honestly an insult to everyone's pockets for those of us who don't and intelligence. People's. I don't right. think that
0: it was ever. I don't think they ever planned on having it live. I really don't.
1: Probably not. You because are the you are the Netflix game wasn't really real.
0: Mm-mm. No, because again. They said live then they told us Jackie wasn't there which I my conspiracy theorist is acting up a little bit I do think that she was told not to come I believe she was told not to come because but she was running a muck for
1: herself because wasn't she also told not to like go to the final dress fitting or something yeah. It's yeah. like don't, you realize you're on a show right That's my thing with Jackie in <laughs>
0: That's what that was my thing with Jackie when she was running a muck in the internet streets and everybody's DMs getting smart it was like girl you're on a show you not were on a not. show. I know you didn't think that you was about to control this narrative. I know you didn't think you was going to control it.
1: At all. And specifically, we talk about people who do t- TV work that's not about them. And they have to deal with all the stuff in the press and in the blogs, all of mm-hmm. this. You're on television because of you, because of your personality, your looks, your, your career ambitions, and because you want to showcase who you are on television. Exactly. You have to be ready for people to have opinions about that.
0: She was, she was not ready. I don't think anybody on this cast was ready because there was a couple other people who like that we're here. This is my thing with this cast of Love is Blind. All of them were trying to kind of play this like, oh, I've moved on. I am emotionally mature. Like I've done the work to move past this. Y'all came on a reality TV show where you knew that there was going to be a reunion. You knew that there was going to be a reunion. So for- chelsea and bliss to be like this was t- this was a year ago i've moved on well baby this is now like you have made have moved on from this a year ago but we are just now seeing it and if you didn't want us seeing it then why did you sign the release and get your ass on tv why? well because it,
1: reality stars it's days. not
0: about it's not solely about love it's not no. like I have friends who have applied to be on this show, both gone out of their way to apply and also have been promoted. Like, uh, I'm trying to find the right word. Not recruited, but, yeah, but kind yeah, of. Yeah, basically. Kind recruited. of. In their DMs on Instagram. It literally, I could show y'all. like They put on there that it is love is wine. You know that you are going on TV. That's why I'm not buying this whole, like with Marshall, he's like, I'm a nice guy, I'm a nice guy. And I'm like, you, he says that he did. He had never seen the show. I said, okay, you ne- maybe you never saw the show, Perhaps. but you knew that you were going on a show.
1: Exactly.
0: And and his cousin was on The Bachelor.
1: Oh, we'll see. And that's the thing about our generation. We're, we are young enough and old enough. No one believed me in bullshit. Them. Oh, I didn't know about this. I didn't know about this. Now, right. Reality television has been in the cultural zeitgeist for the decades. Yeah. And to think, you know, I just actually saw a funny meme from this guy who goes, wow, Pumpkin from Flavor of Love is really my substitute teacher. But yes! her episode aired. And I just feel like these days, the reality TV people get their endorsements, they get their followers. They 100%. They're influencing and they're traveling and they aren't concerned with the fact that like, you signed up to do a job. Mm-hmm. And me, me, when I start something, And I'm going to do it excellent. I want to be like great at every single thing I do. And guess what? You're not going to always get there every single time. It starts straight after that, but that's the goal. And I think a lot of these people, it's just, things are too easy.
0: Yeah. And the the thing that irritates me is with a lot of, and this isn't just love is blind. This is with a lot of reality TV stars and housewives in particular, hells, even people on summer house. I really feel like we are at a time when these reality stars, they're not, they're not built like they used to be. You need to be able to have a bad season to not have the fan base on your side necessarily
2: yes, yes. and
0: be like, damn, this isn't my best season. And then bounce back and be like, all right, well, I'm, I'm here. Okay. And I'm ready to try again because I'm committed. That is why people can say whatever the fuck they want about Lindsey Hubbard. That Mm. woman has had some of the most embarrassing things happen to her on reality TV. We have some of the most embarrassing pictures that one could ever have of someone. And and she shows up every single fucking summer ready to do it again like a professional. Yeah,
1: that is my issue for
0: that. that. I do. That is my issue with a lot of the other women on that cast. Paige, Sierra, Danielle now, everybody, Amanda. Danielle
1: needs a therapist. Can I just say that? Who? I don't know if Danielle is seeking help, but Danielle, I want to reach out to you and tap your shoulder system and let you know that therapy has helped my life greatly. She think doesn't
0: think so. that she doesn't think that she's done anything wrong. Um, And, and, and listen, I, I said this before, it's not even necessarily a right or wrong thing. I really right. do feel like Danielle just wants to be heard by anybody. Yes. I don't even think it's about um, Lindsay and Carl. Right. I think that she wants anybody to listen to her. I and
2: totally agree.
0: it's not Robert. So now Danielle and Car- or Carl and Lindsay are in front of her face. And she's like, I'm going to keep reiterating myself. I'm going to keep reiterating myself. And at, at this point, it's like, Danielle, I heard you, baby. I heard you. I just don't agree with you. And my thing, the thing that's killing me is because not Nan, one of my friends can be in my business like that. No. I I told my friends that me and my husband were moving in together when we were still just dating. I think we had been together six months. I said, we're moving in together. They said, oh, okay. I don't care what, I do not care what they had to say.
1: Yeah, I guess because it doesn't matter. And, you know, I learned that in my relationship now because, you know, I had one of those very icky, codependent, like, theater school. We're best friends and we're going to hold on to each other as tight as we possibly can, you know. Mm And as soon as I'm not a part of that, then it's like, oh, you've done something wrong. If you're moving yeah. on or you're going to you know, grow at all, imagine, mm-hmm. imagine growth. And I think that is a part of the root of the issue between Danielle and Lindsay is that Danielle is in a place where she's experiencing extreme emotional pain, mm-hmm. but she is not a boss bitch enough to be like Lindsay my man is tripping. I feel completely alone. I don't know what's going on with this. And you are now, it seems like you're about to get married and be gone. Like, are you going to still be here for me in the way that like I need you to be? To which she can say, I can't do that, Mm -hmm. but I can be your friend. And I think that's the issue. I think Danielle wants everything to stay the same. Mm
0: -hmm. Somebody on Twitter brought up an amazing point, which was that did anybody ever stop to think that maybe Lindsay understands what's going on with Danielle, but she doesn't want to bring it up on camera. Uh. But Danielle keeps bringing it up on camera. I said, now, baby, that might be a word.
1: That i said that word, honey. i said
0: that might be a word because we know there's a lot of things and i think that's Lindsay's a little bit of Lindsay's issue too is not only because she keeps saying she goes if you have an issue i want you to talk to me about it i'm a fire mm. sign i'm an aries Lindsay is a leo they no, are don't my fuck
1: with aries don't do
0: you, it no don't back. they <laughs> are my fire sign little sister so i do understand what they're saying often um I every time Lindsay says that, I want you to say it to me. I want you to say it to me. I'm like, she's not just talking about Paige and them because Lindsay's not stupid. She's like, I know you getting on in front of this uh confessional camera and saying some shit.
1: Right. And I like know, you know say, you my are. best friend is an Aries. And one thing that I know about y'all, loyalty.
0: It's I it's,
1: it's paramount.
0: It is. And it's not, it's not even because people see it often as like blind loyalty. No, 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 no. My best friend absolutely can say, girl, I don't know about that. I really think that you, and my best friend does like my best friends, like my best friend, Corey, my best friend, Candace, those two, especially, they will be like, mm, they will, but what they don't (laughs) do is disrespect me. And that's another thing with danielle there's too many cuss words up in this thing okay this that yes. whole why don't you ask me a goddamn fucking question that the conversation the would have been popping over and the
1: twirling and, listen, and she is she is a woman of color so listen you understand the power of the swirl the of mm-hmm. that neck yeah neck she gonna be the she gonna be neck jr next to giselle okay because she's way- doing a lot <laughs> she's doing the most and it's sad because particularly in the most recent episode, when she starts crying and doing all of that, like, it's sad because you can see like, oh, no, you're just upset and you're scared. And I understand that because change is not something that human beings Mm-mm. overall, we don't like change. No. Change She's, also hard, She's also so, a Capricorn.
0: She's also a Capricorn.
1: It's just a mess. I mean, I really don't like it. And, you know, I talked about it a little bit, but- I want Danielle to just be that bitch because it seems like she wants to have this season where she's like, "Remember that I tell you what's what, Lindsay. I keep your fucking nose to the ground.
2: I keep I saying keep that. I keep
1: you humble, and I keep I make you a good person. I redeem you. And, I keep saying that. You know, like within the confines of the show. I keep because saying that's that. True. I-
0: I have said y'all have heard me say it I think Danielle is so hung up on the fact that she especially after last season with the whole Austin Sierra thing which y'all don't get me started on that because no. that is some bullshit they didn't say what needed to be said which was that Sierra is no better than Lindsay okay first of all y'all arguing about Austin but everyone wants to say everyone wants to say oh Sierra Sierra asked no Sierra asked Austin she didn't go Thank to Lindsay. You. She asked Austin. She asked the person she knew was going to give her the answer, the answer that, that she, she wanted. wanted. <laughs> like, the, I don't I don't know what people, I, I really don't get it. And but. guess what? Hopefully
1: she learned that lesson because she got her asking it to her. And one thing that I do not like is when a 10 starts fucking around with the two and gets played. Because I'm from Charlotte. So I know where Austin is from. I know the side of town. He's from another little high school he went to. I know all of that vibe. He, there was no chance in God's green Tales that he was bringing a chocolate queen. It doesn't matter how beautiful and gorgeous and smart she is, that was never going to work out.
0: The thing that was irritating me the most with Danielle and Sierra, or not Danielle and Sierra, uh, Austin and Sierra, was that it was very clear to me that he was fulfilling some type of
2: mm-hmm.
0: black girl fetish, mm-hmm. black girl fantasy. I should say it's not mm-hmm. even a fetish; it's a black girl. They don't even let black
1: people live over there in the neighborhoods where people live in Charlotte. Mm. Sweetie, I'm telling you, you could probably throw rocks down the street and you would probably pick up more dust than you would find a person of color around where this it man, it's a very white community, it's a very white, mm. white, 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 white area, which is okay. fine, live your life, where I live now is white as hell.
0: Right, <laughs> I, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, so yes. I, yeah. You know yeah. what I
1: mean, I, I can't, I can't be mad at him for that, but explain a lot of this stuff that's going on. Because, yes, it felt like he was like, having his thrill. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm going to do this Winter House thing. This girl is so hot. I've never been with a Black girl, but she's into me. And how could I not look at her?
0: It's giving, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking a Black girl, but she's really hot. And it's like, Thank you. N- no, there should be no but in there. You, you should say, be begging I'm fucking a black for her girl. to
1: even look your direction.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: This man is not only not that cute, but... He's just not that exciting either. I don't watch the Southern the Southern charm situation. So I can't speak about that. What I had to, to stop like, is or, on I can't. house and just the internet of it all. And people really don't like him. I don't care that much about any of these people mm-hmm. but it bothers me when I see people in these situations because I have myself been that queen right. who is lowering my crown mm-hmm. to a jester. Austin is a court jester. <laughs> Yo, a hundred
0: percent. Like what's his face said, he is the Honda Civic of male attractiveness. Dude. Like he that is a read. That read in within itself was enough for Alex to come back for me. Thank I said, you. We need to see. He's got that in him, and he said it with such ease, too. He was like, I'm a little confused because baby looked like a 98 Honda Civic, right? And that also, everybody that somebody might have taken care of a little bit better than usual. He has too
1: much good sense to be involved with
0: in this kind of things. He does. He so, does, you know, and you know it. It pains me because, like, Sierra is gorgeous. And I've seen her mean, in real
1: life. You've seen her in real walking, life. I was walking down Eighth Avenue. I was leaving the city, actually coming home from an audition that I didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw Sierra, and she literally, she took my breath away. I she's can a, tell she's that beautiful. Like, yeah, she I is can tell
0: stunning. on screen. She's strikingly gorgeous. I mean, that body, the face, the everything. It's so that's why it's just like a little shocking to me to see how she treats Gabby
2: mm-hmm. and it, well,
0: not how she treats Gabby, how she insinuates Gabby maybe, because I'm like Sierra
1: Girl hot pedal. Also intimidating much. I, I, I call that from the from the jump street. I know what it's like to be a, a person who does not have these means. Mm-hmm. And it's okay when it's a white person who has this. That's like our history in this country. Yeah, right? white it people is. have more. Black people don't. But when you are confronted with black wealth mm-hmm. in the way that Gabby, because I don't know if you if you have gone down this, that family has some money. I don't know where it comes from.
0: Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, I I've so I knew Gabby because of her sister Danielle. Right. And I followed her and then they had a podcast for a little bit. They don't have it anymore. I used to listen to it. And so that's who I knew, how I knew who she was. And when I saw she was going to be on Summer House, I yelped. I was like, oh yes. my fucking Taria was God.
1: talking about that on what else is going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so excited for Gabby to
0: join. Yeah. I, I was like, oh my God. I am, I was gooped. I was gagged. I was so fucking excited. Everybody was like, I, I don't know. I don't know, and so that's why I, I find a lot of the conversation surrounding um, Gabby and her sister funny too, because like Gabby's sister literally wrote a book called "Token Black Girl" about their experiences.
1: Yeah. About how think they. It's not. It's not the norm to see black people, comma, dark skinned black yep, people. There we go. Living in these spaces, and I speak from a place of experience because everyone wants me to struggle so bad. They're like, "Oh my god, so like, are you?" no, I don't have a day job anymore. Mm-hmm. don't do that. <laughs> because I don't have to do that anymore. And I know that that's what you're, you're accustomed to that. You're accustomed to, oh, you got a little bit of meat on your bones. I'm eaten good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that people are very uncomfortable. And I think that for someone like Sierra, you know, who has these issues with her dad and, you know, her mother was like, you need to get a degree because you have to, you can't be a model. You have to make your own money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I can only imagine that imprinting on you when you see someone who's like, Oh, I don't care. I'm just gonna use my one of my parents' credit cards. Right. And you know,
0: and listen, I don't care. I think this has been a conversation for the longest time. I don't care who uses whose parents' credit cards, but as long as you not ask me for my money. Okay. Thank and you. then if if we're if the plans are coming into play, and then I'm like, oh no, I can't do that because you know, that's what, out of my means or whatever. If you, as long as you don't, you're not trying to shame me or whatever, right. I don't care. I, I don't care. She doesn't,
1: And that's the thing about dad, because at first I was kind of getting that vibe from her. I was like, oh, are you going to be relatable at all? Because you're like literally richer than all these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you actually know about this life. They're just trying to co op this life. You well, can and, have your own house in the Hamptons over the summer. <laughs>
0: Well, in um, my thing about Amanda, I find so funny is that Amanda kept it pretty down low that she came from wealth until mm-hmm. it came time for her and Kyle to get married mm-hmm. until we were having and those so conversations
1: to use it as leverage
0: that yeah the, because when they started talking prenup I thought they were meant Kyle and then uh-huh. they said no 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 your trust I said trust uh,
1: trust trust those, those girls don't want people to know that because they are really the stereotype they're like crying girl who's daddy's credit card and because it's not a cute I mean I don't it doesn't bother me because I'm just so accustomed to in the art world mm-hmm. specifically like I'm I'm a classically trained actor in theater it, <laughs> to to make it in theater someone mm-hmm. has to pay your bills for a little bit
2: mm-hmm.
1: so mm-hmm. a lot of these theater actors that you see the stars that, that transition into television you know a lot of them their parents have money to yeah. pay for the the, the 800 dollar a month ballet classes and the this and the that and the this. I mean, it's, it's really crazy. So I'm accustomed to seeing people be like, well, why don't you just ask your mom? I'll never forget. I was living in New York city and I was about to be evicted, y'all addicted. And no. someone was like, well, uh, Brandon, why don't you just ask your parents for a loan? And I was like, well, if I could do that, don't you think the fuck I would? Yeah. Like
0: I wouldn't have an eviction notice.
1: At all, sweetie. If I could just take mommy's credit card down to Barney's because I'm feeling sad, I would.
0: And you know, another thing about like being a performer or anything like that or, and having those things, it's like, not only am I trying to pay my way to live, um, getting to some of these, like I, for me personally, like I've been asked to do things in like other areas that like I would have to go, but like <laughs> I'm not that big a star. Nobody's paying, putting me up in the West End. No one's like, and then even if they might be, which they're not, no one's offering um wardrobe okay I'm never worried about hair and makeup because one thing about me I will always always know how to beat my face and do my hair (laughs) I mean I went to cosmetology school I did hair for six years and then I was a traveling hair and makeup artist for like the last year when I wasn't behind the chair I can still color my own hair if I need to that is something I will always keep up on because like I think it was I was listening to Jojo Uh, like the singer Mm -hmm. and she had that whole like record deal debacle when she was trying to still like put she was putting out mixtapes and things like that and she did something where she she was like a way that I would like cut corners when I wasn't didn't have anything rolling in was still in the uh, record deal uh, lawsuit and everything but she was like I learned how to beat my face like, right. she was like, my cousin was my makeup artist. She was like, I couldn't afford to pay. It would be uh, irresponsible for right. me to pay her. Um, She was like, but she, she helped me out. She was like, I'd beat my own face a lot of the times before I go on stage. And she was like, I will continue to. And I was like, oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: I will do my hair. I will be like, you have to cut corners, but nothing is like wardrobe. Like you may have an audition. You may, if even me, like before I, I've only done like one or two showcases, but I'm like, I'm not going to get on stage looking like anything.
1: No, you <laughs> have to get on stage looking your best because Exactly. The ones who are getting chose, as they might say, they are looking their best. Yeah. There's and it's like all about marketing in the product.
0: It is. And my best is not somebody else's best. I need to look like me. I need to present right. myself how I want to be presented that is familiar with my brand.
1: Yeah. So, and I think that that's what Gabby is doing. Exactly. In same. the Summer House, I think she's being herself and the girls are intimidated. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to take it. They don't know. They don't know what it feels like for someone to be unbothered. I think Sierra is more upset because Gabby, while we see in the confessionals that she's like, why doesn't she like me? Gabby is giving that bitch dust.
0: Oh no. Cause she said, she goes, I have worked a lot on my confidence. And she was like, so I hear what Sierra is saying, but I'm also not going to change. And I, because like, this is my thing with Sierra. She was like, I feel like she's surface level. I feel like she's this. I said, Yeah, even if I feel like somebody's surface level, I don't treat them the way I see Sierra treating Gabby. But one thing I am picking up from Sierra, and like no one's talking about this, is I want to say Gabby did an interview where she was asked about that conversation between Maya and Sierra in the kitchen. And she was like, I had no clue that conversation happened. I watched it with the rest of y'all. She goes, while I was connecting with, you know, getting closer with Lindsay, Danielle, Sam, she was like, I didn't think that there was an issue between me and Gabby and Maya. And then uh, Lindsay just said the other night on watch what happens live. She literally said, I never know that there's a huge issue between me and Sierra until I watch the TV. Yeah. she literally said she goes I thought we had a great summer and then I'm watching this and I'm like well I guess not
1: well, and I'm like Era's Achilles heel when it comes to reality tv because she does do she does the Heather Day where a lot of it's in the confessional yeah unless it's like at a 10 and it's like we yep. don't need you to only because the bitches out like you can just be like hey girl do you want to talk to us because you're like only hanging out with that girl and like you know kind of jealous that's what it feels like it feels like they want to be in they had, a, they had an idea of how the summer was going to go mm-hmm. and they were going to have Gabby. Yeah. And that's not how it went.
0: <laughs> well, and the thing is, especially for those two who had that conversation last year, but I, again, I have to reference Maya had to go to Sierra. Sierra right. did not come to Maya and say like, open her with welcome arms. Maya had to go to Sierra. And let's be honest, the only reason Maya chose Sierra to go to was because she was the other She's black woman black. in the house. Yeah. She Absolutely. didn't. I don't think she chose her for any. And I would. I'm not saying anything. Like I probably would too. Like I. That would be my go to too. I'd be like, hey girl. Um. So like, <laughs> did I you
1: feel this consider way? Sierra to be a warm person, an inviting presence.
0: Yeah. No. I and not. I. Th- <laughs> I find it weird because even when she was like talking to Gabby, she was like, I find it so odd because a lot of my close friends are tourists and I'm like, do you think you're being warm, Sierra? Like I don't know if Sierra like. And I hate this. I hate it, especially as a black woman. I hate when people are like, "Maybe you're unaware of how Mm -hmm. you're being," and I'm like, "For me, I'm like, no, I'm aware.
1: Yeah, I I am aware. I'm aware because I think she is too to engage because she she has this moment with Sam, re Corey, and like them hanging out and like what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you're genuinely interested, even though you kind of wanted this to, like, make out with him yourself and, like, and mm-hmm. see you. And, like, she's having fun with Lindsay and they're making out and, like, all this stuff. So I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Let me ask I, you
2: something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. That is literally my thing. If I don't like you, if I don't fuck with you like that, baby, we not kissing. And we not hugging oh. up on each other. We're not even playing like that. But I
1: think that they've decided, okay, we're over this Lindsay thing because Danielle's going to fucking... <laughs> oh yeah Danielle's gonna knife this bitch so like yeah, you don't have to worry about it
0: but she's not and it's flopping because I even said with Paige when Danielle was talking to those girls I first of all let me tell you who would not be in my home and that's mm. Paige and Sierra mm. you would mm. not be in my home and that's just off of fucking principle it's not over I'm mad about anything I'm not as soon as they walked in oh 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 I don't need that energy Which, in my fucking gonna
1: let me tell you something, because that, this is something that I've actually just recently dealt with because we bought this house, it needs work. Mm-hmm. We've been renovating it. I'm gonna just toot my own horn. I have the four seasons of backyards bitch. Okay, It's has <laughs> I love it. Literally a incredible. I'm ready for my first season on Girl Housewives. I wanna come. Like you sweetie, buy your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but we have tiered out the rest of the renovations within the home because we don't have six million dollars. Yeah. You know, and people, oh yeah. Well, I might. I just might have done my kitchen first. I might have done my bathrooms first. You did it because you don't have this kitchen. You don't have this bathroom. I Mm -hmm. did my house this way because I wanted to do it that way.
0: And did anybody ask? That's my thing. Like, if my friends ever come to me, like my best friend Corey, him and his partner own a house he'll, he will send me pictures. He'll be like, what do you think of this or this or this? And he gives me options. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't walk into Corey's house and go, "Mm, you know, I wouldn't have have this I would never fucking say that to somebody.
1: The irony irony is I've seen Sierra's one bedroom on her Instagram stories and no one, if you've lived in New York city for six months or a year or 10 years, when somebody moves on up to the east side like Carl and Lindsay have to that apartment, you're happy for them. Because the, um, the actual T Sierra would love to live in that apartment. <laughs> I, quite
0: literally, sometimes for funsies, because it's always been a dream of mine to l- live in New York. Sometimes for funsies, and I have friends that live up there, I will look up um rent (laughs) just to see insane right now honestly right
1: now it's so ridiculous
0: yeah I have a friend that lives in Harlem and she she just moved but she sent me her she was like girl I got lucky and she sent me her um Zillow listing and everything she was like when I found it I I
1: right away you have to Mm -hmm. and you know yeah it's crazy
0: but yeah I I like what even when Sierra and Paige were talking like I'm like Paige do you hear what comes out of your mouth she was like sierra absolutely called me and was like what are you doing with craig and i said run me down like why do you think that okay and she told you and guess what you're still with it's craig <laughs> danielle has said her piece millions of times horribly.
1: and guess and, what by the way horribly not anyway like terribly Sierra sierra's saying not because in any way like that.
0: No. And do you, guess what? Carl and Lindsay are like, we got it. And that's my issue with Danielle can say, I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me. I heard you. If you just want me to hear, my ears are on. I heard right. you. I don't feel that way about my relationship. It is baffling to me the way Danielle is thrusting herself yeah. into this relationship. And it's very weird to me.
1: I think you actually said this in one of your podcasts. It may have been someone else, but I think it was you. A lot of times in these friendship dynamics, these are the way that things things have gone for so many years. It was me. And then now when something changes, the Mm -hmm. one person can't. She can't handle it. Because that's just how it's supposed to go for her.
0: Because not, even if Robert and Danielle were fine, Even if they were fine, I still think Danielle would be having a hard time because as somebody who used to be the hot mess friend, I never really needed anybody's advice. I was just like a sheet blowing in the wind and I was I was living my life. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) People were still used to me being the hot mess friend. So they were like, I would be, I would show up to brunch and be like, y'all, listen to this shit. Okay. (laughs) And they loved hearing those stories. But once things had started to calm down and I started to grow and change and stuff, people would be like, oh, you're, you're different. The old Giselle would have never done that. The old Giselle would have never done that. Well, that bitch was crazy. Okay. And
1: she was also 23 years old. Yeah,
0: exactly. Let's not talk about 23, 23 to (laughs) 25. (laughs) But yeah, like people have a hard time dealing with it. And just seeing Danielle's online presence Uh, and what she's running amok in these comment sections, I'm like, you're still not making Making any sense. And she's almost a little bit aggressive with it also, because I saw a story that she put up and she was like counting down the days till this reunion. So devil do you horns. you want to cry?
1: sit Hello? there and cry. Because
0: first of all, Danielle, baby, make sure the makeup artist got your beat correct because Seriously. that shit last year a was mess. a mess.
1: Obviously, Lindsay didn't help you out with that. That was caroline makeup time did not
0: do caroline makeup time did not beat danielle's face last reunion because that was a mess <laughs> it was not just the bronzer it was splotchy again as a former makeup artist i was oh trying to pinpoint the issue i said everything everything studios, is girl, is right right now, you'll
1: come up you'll come up with a reunion
0: do her makeup no oh no I, i'm not t- i will not one thing i will not i will not be taking clients anymore no oh lord we
1: no. to unpack um all the reasons why Hate I it. Imagine. oh we
0: can I could I could do a whole episode but let's move on uh down the state line a little bit and go to jersey let's move
1: it down oh my goodness
0: because this season they're filming the reunion right
1: now as we speak I just saw something on an Instagram story and I was like what are they going to talk about <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I just like I, because this is my thing I am generally like i Am I a Marge fanatic? No, but I understand the need for Marge on the show. I am.
1: I will not go ahead and say it because Are I think you? That people when I when Marge came onto the show when I saw those fucking pigtails, <laughs> I went crazy because I don't know. I can't even put my finger on it, but I had seen Marge before mm-hmm. in the public eye in some way, and I can't remember what it was. If anybody out there knows, because y'all really do be coming through the DMs, at letting me know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will. I just have always loved it, and you know why? She was way smarter than everyone else.
0: No, she is Marge is smart. She's quick. She's everything.
1: Calculated but- and like very like vicious, which makes a grand housewife. And she was getting mm-hmm. sued up and down.
0: Yeah. What I fear, <laughs> what I fear is that Marge is flying too close to the sun. I think Marge is a necessity She's a necessity. I may not like like how she does things, and really, this is the first. Well marge when it comes to marge versus jennifer aiden i get exhausted because i'm really not a jennifer aiden fan and that's what i, I have
1: to
0: say about it Ugh. i think that jennifer aiden again i think she's a good addition to the show um i don't know what it is about well no i always felt this way about jennifer aiden she's a good addition to the show but there are pockets that i can tell when jen is performing
1: she's problematic because she wants to be a producer so badly Mm-hmm. she wants to decide the narrative she wants to after marge put her shit on front street she wants to control the narrative so badly well because and it's even yeah. her throwing up that and you're you know what you know what you are you're a hooker wolf let me tell you something I said, jennifer don't make me reach in this tv and throw some water on you and cool you down because you're too hot right now you're heated
0: let me tell you something when she said Booga Wolf, I said, that's giving old school racist term. And I don't Thank know. You. It sounds like when she said that, I was like, no, nah, I've never heard of it's it. It's also but you a know. term
1: that Black people use. We use that. You don't use it. That's not that's not a part of your lingo over there in France, Jennifer Aiden.
0: I literally said, I said, I don't know what it is. But like I said, I've never heard that term, but it sounds like it's something that was racist back in the day
1: well she just reminds me of that bridge and tunnel you know like if my new yorkers out there who've ever lived in the city you know like you're just trying to go out for dinner on a friday night all this like staten island jersey just starts pouring in and they're <laughs> like we're gonna go like, we're gonna go down to the face we're gonna have lunch you know we're gonna have lunch and it's like jennifer Aiden gives me that vibe when mm. she, pil- she drives her big mercedes to times square and like piles her family out just to be annoying and to be performative and to make this like image of like, oh, we go to this video all the time, we do this, we do that. Meanwhile, you're begging, you're desperate for attention from your husband. And I think that's really the key is because I think for her, her entire identity and her entire lifeblood is being this successful surgeon's wife. And being like the fertile murderer who has all the kids and who lives in the big house. And the mm-hmm. idea that that's not real and that she's normal like the rest of us, it drives her crazy.
0: The thing that's driving <laughs> me crazy is that because Jennifer Aiden really did eat after Marge was like, that's why Bill was fucking his secretary. And she was like, it was a pharmaceutical rep, you fucking idiot. Check yes. fast. I said, baby ate. You ate down with that bitch, but you didn't carry that energy, energy throughout the rest of the season then. And that's why I was with Dolores because I was like, no, like Do- Dolores is making sense. First of all, you have talked about Marge before and you have talked about her past and you were right there with Teresa when Teresa was talking about Evan getting his D sucked at the gym and everything. So now that you're- I think the that body-
1: also is like very much like a trigger for me too, because I I- I said it before and I'll say it again. I cannot stand a So from being in Marge's vantage point, I've taken this from you for an entire season. Mm-hmm. I have given you so much grace. Not only am I a fan favorite, I'm I'm a real-ass bishop in this Housewives game. Like Marge is not to be fucking played with. And so the fact that I think that Jennifer was toying with her, toying with her, she was just like, oh, I just have to, I have to put this out there. <laughs> I
0: think that, and I also think, because listen, Jen is in Aries and I'll be like, don't be top, top. coming over here. Her and <laughs> Melissa are Aries. And I just be sitting there like y'all but I'm not, not good at it. No. And neither is Jen. Because again, I like, like there is nothing. I tell my husband that, well, I used to tell him this all the time when like we first started dating. I don't like my business out. Like things stay in the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. It does not matter if we like, no, I don't play that. So with that whole, it was a pharmaceutical rep, you fucking idiot. The rest of that season, I would have been like, yeah, girl, we went to therapy and look, I put his underwear in the freezer and things were not cool for him for a minute, but no, the the chips started crumbling and I don't care about that. Okay, They crumbled, but then she wants to blame Marge for everything. Olivia wants to be a relationship therapist now, and that's Marge's fault. When you just told us that Bill says that he doesn't like the way that you parent the kids the way you parent the kids has nothing to fucking do with marge and then he's sitting out in
1: the pool house
0: yeah uh, between
1: the hours of eight and midnight every single night avoiding you maybe that's why she wants to be a relationship therapist because she sees that her parents have no passion for each other and they have no fondness between the two of each other and that it's and, a business relationship.
0: Yeah, it could, could be. I also didn't like, like when she was like, I showed up at the hotel when he went to go meet the mistress and he was so turned on. I said, Ew. There ain't no way Ew. I'm fucking you in a room that was intended for you to fuck somebody else.
1: And also, I'm going to beat your ass because here's yeah. thing that I don't like about this whole situation is that Bill is out of everybody getting the, like you're, you're putting your anger for Bill onto Marge yeah she is and that's what I don't fucking like be mad at your husband yeah. be mad at your husband because he plays your fucking face and he mm-hmm. gave a reason because here's my thing about the shit it's not about the fact that that we had a, an infidelity in our marriage that we had a rough patch in our marriage mm-hmm. I'm pissed off at you because you are giving bitches a reason to talk about me in the yep, streets.
0: Yep, period. And that I was, that's what I was getting to because that would be my thing. You put my business in the fucking streets and that's what I don't play with. I can't be mad at the bitch for listening because one thing about me, my listening ears are always on. I'm gonna right. listen to people's business. I may not spread it, but I'm gonna listen to it, okay? And that's like, and then my other thing with Jennifer is she, like when even she, this season more so than almost any other one, I'm like, girl, I don't know what's going on, but you're like trying too hard. Like when she got into it with um, Rachel. oh,
1: Rachel. No, Rachel. Rachel. When she was
0: like, they were done arguing. It was like, okay. And she was like, they're at Teresa's house. She she really does give like Teresa's lackey because she's like, don't let the door hit you on the way out. And I'm like- That's
1: her security. If Teresa has her back, she will always have a contract.
0: Well, even that, don't let the door hit you on the way out. It's like, this isn't your house to kick anybody out of. And I the see. girl said she was leaving and like I don't know something about that line, it was giving line, you know what I mean? It was giving rehearse.
1: after which she had just because my thing is like I can understand if you guys are just having a legitimate disagreement, but you just came at this girl by her nose. Hello. And you're gonna try to turn you're gonna try to turn it around and be like, well, my nose is fucked up too. Yes, it is, but that doesn't mean I want you to talk about mine. I have like PTSD about my new girls. The thing that so
0: like the other thing that kills me about Jennifer Aiden is the fact that like us Aries, we will be talking. Okay, yes. I had to learn that very very young that like I be doing this sometimes and I get carried away.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, but y'all do you, back it up if somebody asks you later what you said. I said this, this, this. Now, I might oh yeah, yeah. Your <laughs> I will. I will
0: say yeah. I said that. Yeah, I'll be like yeah. I said that. I don't care. But like Jennifer is like did
2: i girl, you i don't
0: know blah 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 like maybe and this is like the fourth or fifth time now that she's like i think that maybe that I did. she
1: carries on in her confessionals and she'll if be it like was me i'd be like i probably said it i probably did girl i'd, and, I'd be having wine me you know she's like a 420 i had a joint in a wine edible in the wine before my confessional girl i don't even know and
0: exactly <laughs> and i'm like jennifer you just give that you be at home on the phone, drinking, smoking, being like, "Let me call so and so up." And I want, but exactly. this whole arsenal thing, I'm like oh, Marge. God. First of all, you know you got an arsenal, okay? I don't know why she keeps getting. I don't know why she keeps getting upset about this because if I were Marge, I would be like, "Yeah, in tread lightly,
1: ho." You know what I? I think that the reason why she's getting so upset about it is because now the insinuation to the public, because we all know behind the scenes people have been saying for years, like, "Oh." Don't fucking piss Marge off because she will mm-hmm. put her shit out there. She'll tell the blogs what's going on in your business. Yeah. I think that now she's upset because the insinuation is that if you get into a disagreement with Marge, anything that's said about you, any disparaging remark, anything that comes from any press point it's is g- gonna be from her.
0: Yeah. Okay. I okay,
1: I get that. Which, you know, when you're thinking about like, because also me, I always have my like actor brain on and I'm like, well, if I were in this show, because if I ever did reality TV, y'all here to hear first. I'm acting, it's a character, <laughs> it's a persona, bitch, I'm New York Chicken Taller, because what people don't realize about New York, she's a great actress,
0: oh, 100%,
1: she's acting, people. 100%, so I would have my persona, and I would do my thing, and I just feel like Jennifer, sometimes she thinks that she's reached that level of housewives, like mastermind, where she can blend between the two, and it's like, you haven't figured no. out how to be meaning yet, you're no, not, there. not at you all. Might, you may never reach that level.
0: No, she, I don't think she will. And it, but like, and my thing about Jennifer is, you want to talk about Marge having an arsenal. Marge having an arsenal. You are literally doing the things that you're doing now because you would like to build your own arsenal, baby. Right. Like all, of, all of them do it. All of them across every franchise collect information. And on That's people.
1: why we love you guys. It,
0: it is, is. It is. Please keep collecting the information. I yeah. don't care if like, you know what I mean? But my thing with Jennifer is I'm like, you met with Laura, the thirstiest bee. We have nice. been hearing about this girl wanting to be on the show for how fucking long? Like
1: the look that Melissa gave to Andrew Cohen when she was like, you know who she is. Yeah. You've seen her at least three times. This is I don't find, and I also don't find an issue, if this is a bitch I used to call my best friend, if I'm not trying to spread your shit in the streets and I heard something, I'm going to tell my best friend and say let's fault this. because yeah. I can't talk about this to anyone else. It's not my fault that she actually mm-hmm. turned out to be an Gary's nightmare and immediately when we're not friends anymore mm-hmm. is trying to sell, if this Laura person thinks that this is going to get her on the show she is so mistaken. I, d- I yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. It's if not we're and in it's Beverly ha- Hills. It might happen. Yeah. I took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> I took the
0: words right out of my mouth. Okay. But exactly. And I'm like, listen, you could not wait to meet up with Laura and hear what she had to say. And in the same beat, I heard somebody was saying, like, oh, well, Teresa's saying now that the real reason she was upset with Melissa is because she heard the rumor about Melissa making out, allegedly making out with the guy in the backseat, and she was upset for her brother.
1: But you didn't
0: say anything to your brother. But like in the, the, even the scene on the bus with Girl, I, when they were talking about the kid, well, the Antonio. kids got brought up. The kids got brought up. I said so much of this shit could be figured out if you two, the grownups in the situation, all three of them would just pick up the phone. Hey,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, Antonia's not going to be able to make it to Melania's sweet 16 because she has that cheer competition that day. And like I, I,
1: I'm I, feel like, like that might. I feel like that may have happened. I feel like the communication because these girls are like driving themselves around in their Range at sixteen. Mm-hmm. I think Antonia may have communicated with Melania, and she, because she's a sixteen-year-old, did not give a fuck and was mad.
0: Yeah. Oh That's yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: you as a parent and an adult, you can't take those feelings on because you are an adult.
0: Exactly. And <laughs> another thing that I think is because a, something, an old clip popped up on my TikTok the other day. And I said, you know what? Gia always been in grown folks business. And the reason always. I, and we're talking too much. One thing I learned young, I was always in grown folks business too, <laughs> but I kept my mouth shut. Okay. My mom used to let me, and she tells me this still to this day. She was like, you were my observe observing baby. You literally." We're always around. I knew you were listening, but you kept your mouth shut. You didn't take it nowhere else. You didn't talk about it with nobody else. Nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like she, Gia always used to be running off at the mouth talking about, because it was about the, another birthday party, Melania's birthday party. And I guess, Anton, I think it was Antonia had sent something in the mail and Melissa or, or, uh, Teresa was like you want to call her you want to call Melania and say thank you and invite her to your birthday party and Gia was like well she didn't invite us to hers and Teresa was like Gia I said that's why I don't care what anybody says Gia Gia was doing too much for me last year with Joe and,
1: and Melissa Teresa loves it she's always she like, when Gia was little and like a little demon mm-hmm. we all talk about the fact that when Gia was little she was a brat yeah Teresa taking them all out with all of that embezzled money, them thousands of dollars stacked mm-hmm. in cash, buying stuff, and she's like, ah, 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 "Ah!" And I'm like, "Okay, so we're gonna just disregard the fact that she just decided to become an adult, and you haven't been trying to like tell this girl anything. Let's right. be fair. Both of your parents went to prison. Mm-hmm. I would be damned if my parents came home from prison trying to tell me shit either. I'd be like, right. hey, you, you, you gotta focus on some other stuff.'" <laughs>
0: Right. That my thing was my main thing with Gia in the show now is that when she makes these little offhand comments, when she tries to argue and say things like it was two things that steps like really stick out of my mind were that argument with her uncle. Okay. Mm. My mom wouldn't my mom would be like, you can say that to your uncle. I don't care, but I don't want you to do that in front of the cameras. Okay. Thank and you. The thing that was irritating me with those with that situation when she was like, "This is when I walk away from you and turn around." Okay, it's giving forced. Secondly, when she was like, "You're not going to talk about my no no and my nona." Those are his parents. Parents. Those are his parents, and people can say, "Oh, well, he lost their house." That don't make them any less of his parents. What the fuck right. are y'all talking about?
1: Like you, I'm not going to tell also, my uncle. Your dad is Joe Judice is trash i'm sorry
0: yeah and i'm not gonna tell my uncle don't talk about my nana and he wasn't talking about them in a negative light he was saying you know what i mean everybody loves nona and nona okay like it was i was just like whatever and then it was the softball game when some something about the leggings or something i can't remember and she said, somebody she said, said something
1: about Marge's ass looking crazy in some
0: It way. was <laughs> stupid. And she was like, my mom supports all the rest of you and your businesses. Like, why can't you support? I was like, Gia, I want you to be quiet because yes, kids are off limits, but you talking like a grown adult now. And if they pop back at you like a grown adult, it's going to be the kids need to be off limits.
1: Right. Exactly. And that's I don't like thing. that. Gia needs to stay. Gia needs to go back to Rutgers. Did she graduate? She mm-hmm. needs to go back to wherever she came from. She needs to move out. With all that mouth you got, you need to move out. You need to go get you apartment, as we say in the south. You need to go get it, your it, apartment, mm-hmm. and you need to maybe go get your own spinoff, or you need to do some of and the Melania and the daughters. But I don't want to see those girls in a, another confessional on Real House of New Jersey ever again.
2: Yeah, it's giving
1: I, thirst. It's giving like brainwash. It's giving like Teresa. You really are stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and everybody will be like oh if you didn't have a problem with the manzo kids so nah, i didn't care for that shit either but the difference I was
1: also is 16 so the, don't make me the the dif- about that <laughs> well the difference was those kids were more grown too when we met them yeah well and they also behaved like adults yeah they understood that they had a dynamic they were there for their mom but you would never see albie sit down with jacqueline lorita exactly and read her about her behavior Exactly. Or Teresa, or Melissa. So I just think the whole thing, you know, the whole this last Jersey episode, they they really got carried away.
0: They they really <laughs> did. They really did. Rachel that has
1: a little hand up her back. I don't know who's her puppeteer, but I'm like, okay, you got called a rat, and now you're like, you're coming for everybody. Okay, so Teresa, are your friends, are your kids close? Yeah. Like, oh, you're trying to start shit.
0: She re- she. I don't know how she can deny that she wasn't. She, I don't
1: know. Like, I felt it. I was like, oh, so did you I. had that breakfast. You mm-hmm. guys had the best night, which I love. Thank you, Bravo, for showing us at least one night with really it all fun. You had a great night, and then the next morning, now, your own friendship is being a rat. You know, these mafia girls do not like the word rat. Uh, oh, baby,
0: when well, now let me tell you, when Danielle said that, I said, Ooh. now, I know how y'all feel about that R word. If you, if Drita doing. taught me anything, is if you call somebody a rat, you do it with your chest. You do it to their face, and you right. better be ready to throw any Goodbye. and everything at them.
1: I want okay, to be, I want Drita and Lynd in Hubhouse House to join the the cast next season.
0: Child, I don't know about all that. I, listen, I,
1: uh, I would.
0: I love Drita. I love Drita so fucking much.
1: What's the problem? What's the problem? Drita
0: used to be making all the sense. Okay all of it all the sense but in karen flop flop Flop. don't even get me started actually maybe we
1: should send karen maybe we should send karen into the house
0: i used to hate with karen too is like druda was ready to square up at any point in time karen always realized when the security guards and producers were about to step in and and then she would start yeah
1: because she knew that was about to pop that ass
0: yeah 100 <laughs> percent and then she would always be like come at me come at me girl like, you girl, have six six foot five 200 pound ass men in front of you shut the fuck up
1: yeah just shush can i get a can of shush yeah like hey hey karen can you just give me a round of shush?
2: Ooh, I, I, I,
1: Like she oh she used to irk me she
0: used to get all my legs i thought her- like she
1: could squash though i feel like drita could could get us to the bottom of this Melissa, Teresa, which at the end of the episode, when she's like telling Joe, she's like, I don't think you can go to the wedding. I was like, okay, here, here is. it is.
0: This, i I'm sorry. I cannot believe when she said that my mouth did fall open because I said, oh, so this is how you want to play this? Like, this is how you want to go about this.
1: The wrong way, because if that's the case, I mean, she did, she did kind of put her chest out a little bit about it on the bus. She did kind of. But my thing is, if you really feel that deeply about it, I would have turned my neck around and be like, Teresa, let me explain something to you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, exactly. Hey, Rachel, and it- I
1: love that you're my girl, but shut the fuck up. We're not going here. Like, be- I feel be- like they don't actually want to move forward.
0: They don't. though Absolutely not. Because not for nothing, Teresa did tell Jen Aiden that at the pub. She was like, when Jen made that comment of like, you're out of obligation and Teresa was like, okay, okay. I, I don't need no help. I don't right. need no help. Yeah, like I she was like, don't, don't make a, but my <laughs> my issue with Melissa trying to be like, if you wanted to exhibit close or uh, yeah, exhibit closeness, then you should have put me in the wedding. Baby, she didn't put you in the wedding at first. Fine. Y'all talked about it. She asked you to be in the wedding. You said, no, why would I backtrack? Okay. If you, if it really was about the closeness, you would have accepted the invitation to be in the you wedding. You would have accepted and the invitation you and
1: you would have gone anyway.
0: Exactly, and you would be—you would not be bringing up every single time a reason not to. Like it's—it's getting so ridiculous. And I'm like Melissa, you went out of your way on the wedding day to be on Instagram, showing like this is family. Family's not always blood. Blah 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 blah. That would be my other thing. You went out of your way on Instagram to like try it while it's my wedding is happening to be like, say, yeah, I'm not there and I'm fine with it. Be fine with it then, stand in it.
1: Because you're not fine with, exactly. Not okay, fine with
0: it. Exactly. Okay, but you wanted this. You wanted it. You really did not go to your sister-in-law's wedding because, for, for TB.
1: Right. She was, for she was the looks- hoping that people would be like, oh my goodness, if they're not there. There must be some crazy. We did not care that you weren't there. We cared about her 17-foot hair extension. We weren't worried about the Gorgas. <laughs> We was I I can't go back that to that hair. On the hat on top of her damn
0: head. It doesn't make no sense.
1: It was the Empire states Building dressed with hair.
0: It still baffles me to this very fucking.
1: She looks like a day. character from Beauty and the
0: Beast. As a hair again, as a <laughs> former hairdresser, I just sometimes it keeps me up at night because I'm like, when at what point do we stop? I've teased the hair before. I've done the curlers. I've done. I don't think I've ever been like. Bigger, bigger. I've never like.
1: And you know, it was Teresa. You know that stylist was not like, "Oh, this is my vision for you." I, you know, Teresa was like, "I think it needs to be a little bit bigger." And it's like, okay, I'm gonna do it because you're gonna give me fifteen thousand dollars. Like, sure, I'll do it.
0: I forget how many hair extensions
1: it was three thousand. It It was over three thousand or something.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: clipping extensions.
0: And you know what kills me? Okay, before we move on, what kills me about the Jersey women and their extensions and their hair in general? Oh. First of all, I like Danielle, her hair in Ireland. I said, baby, you you definitely not any type of black because one thing about us, our hair is going to be done. Done. Colored, everything, whatever it needs to happen, our hair is going to be and done before we go on vacation. on a
1: plane. Hello? What? My mom is always like, are, are you wrapping your hair for this flight? Do you think I'm about to put my gorgeous hair on this nasty ass plane seat? And you know, i got the seats that lay down. I'm not putting my face on that either. Like, oh my I God. have to cover myself. <laughs> I can
0: take, I will take, I always take a shower before I go to the airport, right? It doesn't matter if the flight was two hours. Whenever I get to my destination, I have to take another one. And I have yeah. to like, but
2: kind
0: of Danielle's girl. roots, first and foremost, in the tone. I said, baby, you don't have any purple shampoo?
1: She does, but it's, it's from Staten Island. That's why.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about Staten Island. Let me tell you Island.
1: something about a queen from Staten Island. And we're not going to go into Danielle's tweets oh, that, we, that mm-hmm. we heard about. Yep, yep, yep I'm going to yep. give her the benefit of the doubt. I hope Andrew brings it up at the reunion. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. one thing I know about a, about a girl from Staten Island, if it's more than $5, she's not paying for it. Ooh. Cha- it's not coming from the dollar tree, she's not paying for it. And listen, for this, y'all can come in my comments and drag me because I'm ready to fight over that. Cha- I know that sweetie, Literally, Staten Island could float away into the ocean, and I really don't think of that many people would be upset. It's not; it's a dark place.
0: That's what everybody tells me, but like my my boo is from there.
1: And guess what? He don't live there no more.
0: Pete Davidson? No, he is trying to sell his. I, was,
1: I thought you meant your husband. No, I was about to say, sweetie. No, don't my husband no, from- more, you see no.
0: no, my husband is <laughs> from Missouri. Um. But I love Pete Davidson.
1: <laughs> oh, sweetie. He's just, oh my God. My but my my other best friend Jessica, who is a part we do the Bravo Barbie's meme app to mm-hmm. meme together. Her fiance, I call him evil Pete. He looks like the evil version of Pete Davidson. And I'm like, does he have a captain hook like Pete Davidson with this word on the street?
0: The word on the word on the street. Bird on the street.
1: You know, we're not we're not gonna go there. This is not one of
0: those. Right. Um. But... And to end, <laughs> uh, to to wrap up, we are gonna touch on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, not a lot of information came out this week I don't I don't have the the bandwidth to talk about
1: I watched the first like 35 minutes of it I haven't been watching this season just because after the whole scandal happened mm-hmm. I was like well there's just no point and I'll just listen to Emily Hanks do the recap yeah
0: it's <laughs> I, I will say this it's a lot but this episode in particular
1: honey
0: I was like oh
1: I really don't like Tom Sandoval like I usually no. don't care mm-hmm. like I'm like a different like whatever these people are trash. His behavior is so disgusting, now, it's especially so bad. knowing now what we know. yeah And he has this conversation with Ariana where he says, I just feel like we don't agree. Like we're not agreeing on stuff. And he's like, I just tell you something. And you like, tell me why I'm like, she's trying to teach you how to be a better person. Because yeah. the point of view that you're coming from is destructive. Everyone's telling you that you're being an asshole and you just won't listen. Even Schwartz is like, dude, you don't work.
0: <laughs> and I think the thing that kills me about Sandoval is that he always like, he tries to come from, we've seen him cry. We've seen him yell. We've seen him get quote unquote emotional.
2: Mm.
0: He, my issue with him is like, he tries to say that since he's, I will never forget the whole like, oh, since I'm a cyst male and Ariana God. was like, did you say cyst? <laughs> like he was like, I can't feel my emotions. It's like, no, Tom, that that's not why. You are often yelling at women yes. about women's business. Okay, you. you are always you are worse, almost worse as Peter and Pat- Peter
1: Patricia. He, he is he actually, and I'm gonna say it. I think he is worse. You think so? Because he's just bad. on the just the, on the occasions, the number of occasions that it's happened, mm-hmm. he's always getting into the mess. And like we know that Ariana is bisexual. Tom is like one of those queer baiters where it's like, do yeah, you like man, do you not? Do you guys up with boys? I don't know, but. I think that Tom Sandoval needs to go get him a man.
0: See, I don't, I, I don't.
1: Because I don't, he is too much in the, he, his excuses for not being able to be at a bar that he owns to finalize the menu because he had to do a band practice for a band that no one really cares about. And he had to get his nails done with that raggedy.
0: No, first of all, I need to point this out. And I said this on TikTok. He was yelling about getting a manicure and he said, I'm not going to run around town with crusty nails. And two scenes later, his nails are chipped. And I, I I, have been holding this in. When I see him with that nail polish, I don't give a fuck if he wears a nail polish. My issue is it's white and it's Thank chipped. You. Thank you. That is my issue.
1: You have a bad manicure. As,
0: as, we, as we all know- certain colors just they you have to be able to commit to bad bitch nails if you're gonna wear white nails you got to commit to bad bitch nails and I am—I
1: don't wear white nails anymore because it don't look right
0: okay I have <laughs> literally been in the nail salon three times this week in the past five days please don't get me started I'm getting I'm getting upset this it, set is so it's bad. okay I had to
1: go I had to go twice this week and I still have chipped here I, even after yeah it's five, so I feel you
0: Listen, we, we almost had a, a discussion today. Dr. Because Dr.
1: Over there to
0: the- <laughs> I was, I went in there today. She looked at me cause she was like, you know, I'm going to have to charge you this time. Right. I said, well, I'm not about to walk around with fucked up nails, so I will pay for it. I don't care. But what does it say that this is the second nail that Thank has, you. I don't, I'm not throwing rocks. I'm not doing anything in my hands. I'm not fighting. Okay. Right. I just want to point that out. I but, live
1: a soft life. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like let's fix this nail and like, we can move on from there. But like, that's my issue with him. I'm like, you can wear it. I don't care what nail polish you wear. It's chipped. And yes. then you want to sit here and say, you're not at work because you had to get your nails done. That's not true. So you can look you at You're
1: not at work. So you can fuck Raquel.
0: Okay. That's why Period. you're not at work in
1: that grossness. Ugh. And
0: I think I this episode, I really, all them tears and stuff coming from Raquel talking about, I don't like being called a whore. I said, nah, this is where baby. Coming. This is where baby started to realize like she already, cause at this point they had already hooked up. It's right. confirmed that they had already hooked up. Baby was like, oh fuck. All yep. I did was kiss Schwartz and he's broken up from that woman. If I, if people know what I've done to Ariana to they're going to crucify me. Yep. I don't care what anybody says, them tears, all of that. I was like, mm. and then the thing with Oliver, honey. She was like, this isn't cool. This isn't cool. I said, no, because she, again, she realized <sighs> I'm flying too close to sun. I also think that she planned on using Oliver for another cover up.
1: Right. She was. And honestly, Oliver, the Vander, the Vanderpump drink of it all, he is so thirsty and it's just like, you have he wasted is. this beautiful face and these this, this gorgeous ass gene pool. He, he is wasted fine. it. He is fine. He is fine. And I don't appreciate his behavior. It's just whack. I, you I'm know, also okay. Like,
0: you know what? It's getting messed though. I said, when, cause I remember when all of that shit came out online and ironically I was in the nail shop okay? <laughs> when it came out and I remember reading all of it and I said, First of all, this is giving Facebook couple drama. Yes, to the T.
1: Because the wife was all she was.
0: The wife was it all putting out. it all on blast, and like so, I took a gander over on her Instagram page, and like the thing about it is, Oliver and that woman they live a very simple life in Nevada. Like yes. you wouldn't think that his mom is a celebrity,
1: right? You would well, not think she is the one who who helped his ass get sober. The truth be told, mm-hmm. Oliver was in a shambles. Shambles. He was in a shambles, y'all. Mm-hmm. And this woman, out of the kindness of her heart, and I'm sure you guys have been giggling. That's probably also what what helps her to take care of him. But she really, from what I've heard and from what Garcelle has said in the show, mm-hmm, on, her, yeah. on her show, that this woman has been a positive influence in Oliver's life, and she's brought so much light to his life and helped him stay sober. All this stuff, I'm gonna tell you right now: if you did that shit to me, you're not about to. This is like that Beyonce song: like you're not about to have me put you together for you to go stay with the next bitch no i'm cheating you <laughs> see I, and
0: I, agree, I i get i get that because i do remember garcelle saying that but it was just giving so facebook couple to me when she was mm. doing it and i the thing that irritated the shit out of me was people were like garcelle that's her son that's her son first of all mamas in general but especially black mamas Okay. She was not about to, what do you want? No, she's not going to speak out about this. And when home girl was like, Garcelle asked me not to say anything when I told her I was going to take it public. Yes, baby, because she's a celebrity. Right? She's a fucking celebrity. Why would she say, yeah, put my son on blast. My mom's not a celebrity. And if a woman came to my mom and said, I'm about to put your son on blast all over social media, my mom would be like, Hey, don't do that. Right. She would be like, let's figure it out another way. And you have to think, like, Garcelle did do that in a way to her ex. She put him on blast
1: to I the also entire company. I just don't like when, and this is something I see in my, like, oh, my lord, when I tell you I ran away from North Carolina, I would have swam to New York. I would have walked on my two feet to New York City because of this kind of mess. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's very ghetto. If,
0: I don't like baby, the, like, oh, if you don't do this, I gonna put
1: it on Instagram. i tell stop the world is not going to change your man and his mama ain't going to change him either that's the man you got exactly
0: and that's that's my thing like people were comparing trying to not a lot of people but a little bit of people were like oh it's giving because they were like not garcelle sitting here with lisa vanderpump lying for oliver i said i don't think garcelle is lying no, for oliver he told
1: his mama that he was exactly it it,
0: w- what it gave to me is that <laughs> I, what it really gave to me even back then when i Uh, when it was all coming out I said it's clear to me that they have broken up in the past and probably gotten back together and broken up and gotten back together and he even said it when he was like you know like I have my own place but like then I would go over there and we would have sex sometimes it's giving like you said very baby mama baby daddy baby mama okay
1: like when you got first of all y'all don't live in the same house
0: like it's it's giving that. So it's giving a couple that's getting divorced. Things are messy. But I'm like, I'm sure he told his mom, and his mom probably was like, Well, sweetie, that's unfortunate. I want the best for y'all, but especially them grandbabies. Okay. Because right. one thing about a black mama, the grandbabies
1: are coming
0: first. Don't do not play with her grandbabies. Don't okay? play with your
1: grandbabies, my grand.
0: Mm-hmm. I can tell you like, right now, she, she probably was it. like, <laughs> duh, she probably was like, I could give a shit what y'all do. Don't Jeez. have my grandbaby up in the
1: mess. Right. And I just think that what it was re- what I really took the most out of it, especially from the ex-wife, or the soon-to-be ex-wife, or the baby mama. we little call the baby mama. Like, at this point, she has reduced herself to such a title by doing all of this in the press. I don't like that. Cussing out, bust his tie, bust his windows out, slash his tires, put some bologna meat on the top of his car so that the paint ruins in that California heat. Mm-hmm and keep it moving. Now, I,
0: I, don't like the, I don't like the optics of it either because I said this back then, there is a, it's one thing for him to be cheating and acting like a dog, but you have to understand when a white woman calls a black man out for treating her badly, it's, he's he's getting worse than the, he's getting called worse than the Tom Sandoval. Right, right. He is.
2: Absolutely.
0: I've, I've seen it so many times. It opens the floodgates. There is never a time when a black man cheats on a white woman that I'm like, I'm on edge when people talk about it because people. Except
1: Tristan Thompson. He can okay. Hell. Yeah. Third he can trimester. Tristan. Uh, third <laughs> trimester
0: Tristan. But there's, it's always opens the floodgates for like, that something racist is going to be said. Right. I think about when Naomi from Southern Charm broke up with, um, I don't remember his name because I don't yeah. watch that show.
1: Catherine. No, Naomi had a black boy out of nowhere, and I was like, this is proof that your ancestors' yeah not still been." Right no, now,
0: right? Naomi was another girl, and she had a boyfriend that was—I want to say—Middle Eastern.
1: Oh yes, 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 and he was super controlling, kind of like
0: yes, you know, he was.
1: Which I'm but, sure that they love that, but they like when boyfriend.
0: they he he uh, cheated on her, and when it came out, the whole almost like so many of the Bravo like the Bravo space. We're calling him like derogatory names and making of fun of uh, making fun of his name, which is a uh, you know a a Middle Eastern name. Like I cannot remember what his name was or what they were calling him. Which, like, we
1: also have to understand and and just accept this. And I think us as Black people, we have to put on this like suspension of disbelief when we watch these shows because it's we're confronted with it. I think more mm-hmm. and POCs. I mean, I can't even just say Black people. I think we are both Black, so I can say that. Right, right. The fan base is racist as fuck. Fuck yeah. They don't give a fuck. They want Ramona back. They want Kelly Dodd. That, they really do. Like there's a they, big fan people, base who's into that shit.
0: People don't understand. They People still don't understand the Lisa Rinna of it all when it came to Garcelle.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Honey, Be, like, And that she has been envious of Garcelle for all these years. Because unlike Rinna, Garcelle has done work that has actually been important, that has actually mattered to the cultural like. Lisa Rinna has been over here selling Depends and cursing people out on TV and doing the most, the most. Not
0: only, not only that, let's get into the whole book throw, the book throwing the book in the trash mm. of it all. That is a Black woman, a Haitian woman's memoir where she talks about the struggles and the stories of coming, em- immigrating here from another country. And because one sentence was in it that Lisa Renna didn't like, because it wasn't a, it wasn't about the kids. Garcelle told the story from her point of view, which we can even walk it back, take the rest of Garcelle's story out of it. Garcelle was telling the truth on how she felt as a black woman in the the environment that she was in right. with all the white women, sharing their stories of motherhood. She thought that they were being open. She asked Lisa Rinna, do you ever feel at fault for your daughter's eating disorder? And what they cut out of the show was that she broke down and cried and said, because I felt at fault when my son was struggling with addiction. Mm. Like you, she told that story and you still threw the fucking book in the trash, a black woman's book in the trash when she was telling the truth to push your narrative. And then that black woman had to come to you, had to come to you. Oh, because your manager was calling her publicist and XYZ and say, and Garcelle said, how can we fix this? She said, take the story out. That story is not about your daughters, Lisa Rinna. It's about mm-hmm. you and them other women being a Karen.
1: Right. That's
0: what you're mad about. You're not mad that Amelia's name was mentioned.
1: Right at all. Because if you were, you wouldn't be doing half the shit that you do at the expense of your family. Period. Period. And I have, I have dealt with that in my personal career. And like me as a little theater girly, I always knew you're gonna, have, you're gonna, it's gonna take you a while. Mm-hmm. A little bit longer than everybody else. The business yep. is not gonna be the same for you as it is for everybody else. No. I can't wait for the girls to eat it. This year, Zale, when I tell you, baby, I'm turning some, I'm shaking the table this year. I can't, I can't wait. I, can't I love a table wait. shake.
0: I cannot wait.
1: Because when I see Lisa Rinna and I see Garcelle, I notice, I see girls who have been coming from a place of privilege who, and not that Lisa Rena was born to a rich family never tasted, but Lisa Rinna, came out of the hills of nowhere
2: Mm -hmm. to Los
1: Angeles with a beautiful face and a rocky body and she hit yeah and eventually that ran out guess what you have to have to sustain beyond that Mm -hmm. true talent and when she sees people like Eileen Davidson when she sees people like Garcelle particularly Garcelle I can relate to this experience as a beautiful chocolate queen she's enraged and oh she feel, is you can feel the, the the jealousy because all out of all the material things her house she got a husband she's been managing four thousand years she's still not happy she has all this stuff still all not three happy. mortgages
0: on that Marcella one house is happy
1: in her three thousand square foot house that she built on her own mm-hmm. working at the real and doing her thing and that yeah. eats the girls up yeah as a, the Haitian they, queen
0: that she is
1: thank you and so, I, I mean, listen, I love her, so I applaud her if, if any turn I throw a flower at her. Me too. Yeah, no, that whole situation is just you know, we have to accept it. Like the Bravo fan base is trash, but also we live in America. Oops.
0: It, it, it is. And it? It, the <laughs> other thing, the last thing I want to touch on is like the Lala of it all with this episode, because I was like, Lala, you need to pipe down because you kind of are giving revisionist history Thank talking you. about, I know that I saw that that's what those girls used to uh, say about, you know, when my uh, fiance was cheating on me, did we not want to talk about when he was cheating with you? Okay. You have
1: to own it, and this is why I love the March. Yeah, she yeah. Owns it. I own I, it. Listen, yeah. my my. When I met Will, also by the way, in case anyone didn't know, my fiance is the white Will Smith. And when I met Will Smith, he was married Ooh. to somebody else. Ooh. Now you can go into the semantics of the details and the this, the this, and the open marriage or the whatever you you can make up anything mm-hmm. you want to say. But well, I had to tell my grandmother. Right. Right. Or not even when I tell my mom my mother, they don't give Mm -hmm. a fuck about that shit. The man is married. Yeah. Period.
2: And guess what?
1: It's been almost 10 years. We're getting married. All that is in the past. It's ha ha he he. But how if I ever stood up Mm -hmm. to somebody in a situation like that with anything other than grace, and listen, I can tell you that listen, girl, what you're doing is wrong. It was wrong when I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And I had to pay for that. Because if I go through the whole thing, people see us now, they don't see all the shit that came in between. Because we had right. to pay for that. That was a choice. Mm-hmm. You can make the choice, but you cannot choose the consequences.
0: Exactly.
1: And I think oh! Oh, word! Is mad. Lala is mad because she has had to face consequences for her choices. Yes, you have been a victim in this situation. Yes, you have been taken advantage of. But yes, you decided to fucking bounce on that dick and become impregnated because you want a coin.
0: It. Uh, mm-hmm period, uh, because in, in, in <laughs> it is not, period, and the the other thing about it for me with Lala is all of the, I'm about to let that hoe know, I'm no, about know. to da-da-da-da-da, no, I'm know. about to, girl, if you don't calm down, even when Raquel walked up in there and talked, what's up, mistress, what's up, mistress, I was Warren, like, okay, Lala, your Black woman cosplay is getting better, but I still need you to
1: stop. Here's my tea, and a lot of Black people probably won't like this, I don't give a fuck if it's real. You know why we let Eminem into the cookout? Because that shit is authentic. It's not performative. Lala mm-hmm. is perform Utah, Lauren. Yeah, girl, Lauren from Utah. Black people in Utah for you to have even co-opted that experience from real life circumstances. We yeah. had a kid who lives in our neighborhood. <laughs> oh my God, not at this point, it was kind of like a middle-class neighborhood. We weren't really like that that bad off, but he, it was still a Black neighborhood.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
1: there was like two white families who lived in this neighborhood Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and one of those families there was a kid named matt they called him black matt (laughs) if you went to north mecklenburg high school between the years of 04 and 07 you know exactly who i'm talking about he did not know any white people (laughs) you know that was not fake for him that was real
0: right that was exactly up
1: in a black environment
0: exactly and that's like you said that's the thing about lala and there's a whole thing of like appreciation and appropriation Mm -hmm. tina marie is comes to mind you know what i mean there's there's a whole nuanced conversation we can have when it comes to it but we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the episode on that
1: brandon please let everybody
0: know where they can find you
1: Hey guys, you can find me at What Is This Honey a Podcast on Instagram. You can also find me by the same name on every place that you listen to your podcast. Um, this is like a dream come true.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god! No, <laughs> I loved having you. Thank you so much for coming on. I loved talking to you. And y'all already know you can find me over on TikTok at Who Zell S E L L E. Don't be getting crazy in them comments because I talk back. Okay. Uh- and just, if, just because you don't like what I say doesn't mean you can start reporting videos because <laughs> one thing, you might report the video, but I can appeal it and okay. TikTok will take it to TikTok court, all right? And okay. be like, oh no, you actually didn't do anything wrong. So I'm very careful. That's not owned by
1: Marcus Zuckerberg. It's owned by some, wait, Asian people, right?
0: Uh, yeah i don't know yeah i but they will they will rep, they will literally take it to tiktok court and be like oh no you didn't do anything wrong so like let's keep it within reason because i had a, a couple situations this week where i was like are you are y'all okay and y'all hey, already know TikTok? uh we can talk about it offline you <gasps> uh, y'all already know also over on instagram at who asked me podcast instagram at who asked Zell. if you want to follow my personal instagram and yeah rate five stars leave us reviews because you know that's the best way to help out your favorite podcasters and i will be on brandon's episode this week as well so if you haven't gotten enough of us go ahead over there and listen to us there